and welcome to Population Health Plugin, a show highlighting current public health topics in our community and things of interest to students across the university. My name is Elena Kidd, and I'm a program manager in the Office of Public Health Practice at the UAV School of Public Health. Today, we are joined by Mr. Jeff Burroughs. Mr. Burroughs is an emergency preparedness analyst for the United States Senate and focuses on life safety of members, staff, and visitors on Capitol Hill. He is also an alum of the UAB School of Public Health and graduated with his MPH in 2015 with a focus in public health preparedness, management, and policy. Mr. Burroughs is joining us for career conversations with Dean Irwin, but we wanted to invite him here also to do a podcast to learn more about what he's been up to since he graduated from the School of Public Health. So first, welcome back to UAB. We really appreciate you being here today and taking time out of your busy schedule to talk to us. Thanks for bringing me back. I'm really excited to be back here at my alma mater. Well, first, um, when did you kind of realize that you wanted to work in the field of public health preparedness and emergency management? Yeah, so growing up, I grew up here in the Birmingham area, and for everyone that lives in and around central Alabama, they're all familiar with James Spann, uh, the weather legend on ABC 3340. And I always, from a very young age, wanted to be a broadcast meteorologist. So I followed that dream. Um, and then I was working on air as a broadcast meteorologist in uh, Meridian, Mississippi. And we had a tornado go through our viewing area back in um, April of 2013. I covered it on air. And then the next day I went up to where the tornado hit and interviewed some of the survivors and you know people whose houses had been destroyed. And, and when I got there, I noticed the local emergency management was there. Public health was there, state emergency management. And I really kind of decided that I wanted to work on that side of things to kind of help these people and really make more of a difference than just reporting on uh, what had happened. So that kind of got the gears turning in my brain to try to figure out how I could kind of transition from this meteorologist and reporter role into getting into, you know, emergency management, public health preparedness, uh, and that kind of field. So that's when I started kind of looking at what my next step was going to be. And then you decided to come back to school and get your MPH at UAB. So what made you decide on UAB for your MPH? Yeah, so one of the things I found when I was kind of searching for how to get into this field was the dynamic was changing, you know, pre 9-11 emergency management was really retired police officers and firefighters and those kind of people, military. Um, But since 9-11, it's becoming more of a classically trained profession and more and more universities are offering degree programs and, you know, preparedness or emergency management or Homeland security and those kind of things. So um, I did the two things I promised myself I would never do after I graduated uh, undergrad at Mississippi State, and that was going back to school and moving back in with my parents. So, of course, I did both of those at the same time. And, you know, I was really just kind of looking around online, uh, seeing what offerings were out there. And I just came across UAB School of Public Health, and they had the public health preparedness track. And, you know, I, I reached out to Dr. McCormick to learn more about the program, and I decided, you know, this was really exactly what I was looking for, and here I am. 
<laughs> and then two years later, you graduated with your MPH. Can you tell us a little bit about your career path after you graduated? Yeah, so um, I was very lucky. Uh, a job opened up at Vanderbilt University in Nashville, Tennessee, uh, for an emergency preparedness coordinator for the university. That opened up uh, my last semester in the fall of 2015. Um, I applied interviewed um, and I, I really think my experience especially with my internship here with UAB emergency management and the great education I received here at the School of Public Health really helped uh, me secure that position so they held that until I graduated uh, in December of 2015 and then I moved right up to Nashville um, started in Nashville at Vanderbilt in January 2016, uh, was there for about two and a half years, uh, did a lot of great programs working, you know, not only on their weather events or, you know, other emergencies that arose on campus, but um, did a lot of planning, uh, really wrote kind of their first campus overarching emergency operations plan so that was that was a really big accomplishment for me personally but also uh, the university um, and then you know I decided I was looking for just a little bit of change of scenery I was looking around to see what other jobs were around um, and the Senate had just posted emergency preparedness analyst positions um, and I applied interviewed they liked me and I liked them. It, it seemed like a, a really great place to work. And I basically moved up there sight unseen without knowing anyone in DC. Reading about your job description with the US Senate, you said that your focus is on life safety. What is life safety? What does that mean? So as far as life safety goes, that is basically making sure that everyone in our Senate community, you know, whether it be the senators, uh, their staff members, other Senate staff members, and then especially visitors on Capitol Hill, you know, we have thousands of people on Capitol Hill, whether they're in the Capitol or in the Senate office buildings on a daily basis. And so we go through and make plans and have drills and exercises to make sure that if something like a fire or a tornado or, or some other kind of hazard was to impact the hill that we have plans and procedures in place to ensure again life safety first of all that's the most important thing we want to make sure everybody has plans and is going to be safe should something happen and then after that looking at you know the preservation of, of property as well so i really focus on um, emergency planning when it comes to the immediate response to some sort of hazard and what does a typical day look like for you oh a typical day um there isn't really a typical day um everything is just dependent on what's going on with the senate are they in session are they out of session but um, a lot of what i do is updating emergency plans for each office so through the congressional accountability act of 1995 um, every office on the hill so every senator every representative all of the other various offices have to have their own emergency action plan specific to their office. So we write those and then we update them um, at a minimum of every two years or if there's any changes. So 
we work on those emergency action plans. And then um, we're also responsible for all of the emergency training for all of the staff on the Senate side uh, of the legislative branch. So I am out doing classroom trainings and in-office trainings with senators and committees and lots of other offices kind of going through their plans and showing them what to do if something happens and we really kind of break that down specifically by office so we we get a lot of engagement with the offices um just you know to make sure that they are you know as prepared as they can be um if something was to happen so just you know planning training um and then i also uh, run our life safety exercise program. So, you know, scheduling things like tornado drills and evacuation drills, um, planning those, executing those, and then working on the after action reports and, you know, corrective items that we see in those. So it's a lot, but I work with a really great group of people and we all support each other. And it's uh, always something different each day, but um, we're ready. Yeah, <laughs> I can't imagine how I. I think not a lot of people realize how much time it takes to come up with some of those plans and to make edits or changes if something happens to those plans, but it's very time consuming. What are some of the experiences or opportunities that you participated in while at UAB that made you successful in your career? So UAB played a huge part in really setting me up for success. Back when I was a student, uh, Dr. McCormick took us over to Mississippi twice. Um, the first trip was during the uh, Ebola outbreak in Western Africa, and we got to see basically like an Ebola uh, EOC set up in Mississippi, which was really neat to see. We also went to their state emergency management agency, so I learned a lot about how things work kind of on, on the state level, on the emergency management side, and then also on the state level, kind of on the public health side. So that was really interesting to see. Um, um, also at UAB, uh, we went on another trip to Mississippi where um, they actually set up a medical needs shelter um, for an exercise in an ESF-8 warehouse. And we got to go with people through this kind of mock medical needs shelter and kind of look at what went well, what didn't go well, what could be improved. Um, and so that was really eye-opening to see um, just one of those set up and see how we could help improve those kind of um, facilities, you know, when they're needed for actual activations. So that helped a lot. Also, another huge contributor um, was my internship. Of course, it's required through the MPH, and I think it's wonderful that um, our MPH students do an internship. Uh, I did my internship with UAB's emergency management here, so I kind of got to look at and help develop the emergency operations plan for UAB's campus. Um, I also got a little bit of experience with uh, the emergency management team over at the UAB uh, hospital side, so it was great to see that side of emergency management as well. And our emergency managers here at UAB really pushed me to get involved with um, the International Association of Emergency Managers and helped me do a lot of training hours. So I was able to get uh, my certification in emergency management before I even graduated. So lots of really good mentorship here uh, at UAB, lots of great training uh, and experiences. And I really think that's helped kind of push me forward to, to where I am now. And how do you currently use your, your MPH in your position? So my MPH, again, focuses on the preparedness part. Um, 
there's so much overlap between public health preparedness and emergency management. Um, and in classes here, you know, we really bridge the gap between both of those. So I learned, of course, a lot about public health, uh, but also learned, you know, a lot about emergency management, FEMA policies, other, you know, presidential um, preparedness directives. Um, so I was able kind of to take that policy education I got here um, and now kind of apply it towards all of our plans now to make sure, you know, they're up to codes and policies and procedures, you know, that's required by law to make sure that we're really just covering all of our bases and we're not leaving anything out of the plans um, that's needed. And in your opinion, what can students do while they're in school to prepare them to enter the workforce and start their careers? My biggest piece of advice is to, of course, well, I have two pieces. One, work hard, go to class, um, do your homework, meet with your professors during office hours um, if you have any questions, and to just build a relationship with your professors um, and to network as best as you can. Um, your professors may be able to help out with that, but um, look at professional organizations in whatever specialty you are uh, looking to get your MPH or any other degree in and look for, you know, those uh, professional organizations, connect with them. A lot of them have student discounts and they have mentors and, and um, members of that organization that, you know, are there to specifically work with students and helping them kind of finish up their formal education and help them get into the workforce. So connect with your professors, make sure, you know, they know your name. Um, and again, get involved with your professional organizations. They will help a lot and help you um, see job opportunities that you may have had no idea existed that you know may wind up being the perfect fit for you. And then for students who are interested in eventually doing something similar to what you're doing mm -hmm. now or eventually entering into the field of emergency preparedness or emergency management, What's your biggest piece of advice for them? I would say definitely get involved with the International Association of Emergency Managers or kind of the premier organization for emergency management in um, the United States and Canada, um, as well as uh, some places overseas. Um, they do offer mentorships through that organization. Um, also reach out to your local emergency management. So we have a great um, emergency management agency here in Jefferson County. Um, also reach out to, uh, you know, Jefferson County Department of Public Health. They have some great people that I'm sure would be uh, more than willing to, you know, speak to our students. Um, so really, again, it, it all comes down to networking and just, you know, reaching out, even if it's just a cold email or a cold call to someone, I think most people in my field really want to see the younger generation and our new students or our newly graduated students. Um, you know, we love it when we see them taking initiative and if they reach out, we're really going to want to help them to achieve their goals and get into the workforce because emergency management and public health preparedness is constantly changing. Whenever we have an exercise or, you know, a real world incident, there's lots of lessons learned that come out after that. So it's always changing. We're always open to new 
ideas. Um, and so, you know, if you have new ideas, we're definitely going to listen to those and, and really want to help you. Well, thank you so much for being here. It was great talking with you and we appreciate you sharing your story with our listeners and subscribers. And thank you for listening. Please tune in next time for another episode of Population Health Plugin. Mm-hmm.